Yo. What up? What up? Shit. We man. back. We back. <laughs> it's a crazy week, man. A lot of stuff going on this week, man. Look, there's always stuff going on, man. <laughs> always stuff going on. So let me start off with this. Because this is crazy. <laughs> My boy from last week, Mr. Bubba Wallace. And I heard some 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 comments from y'all out there when I called them Mochaccino. <laughs> My boy Bubba Wallace. I'm it's like, all right, Sean Mochaccino too, so you can get away with that. You're damn right. Now listen, this guy, I gotta commend him. I'm learning more about NASCAR every week. So this guy, someone goes into the team garage and puts a noose in their garage. Bro, could you imagine showing up to work and somebody puts like a noose in your cube? Yeah. Or in your office? That's, that's fucking crazy, dude. I, you know what's funny, man? Is I was going to pick them as my carbon footprint of the week was NASCAR. Because I was like, these guys are stupid, right? And then, and then I kind of had time to think about it and kind of backtrack on it. So I got a different one. I'll tell you later. But it's it's kind of related, but it's not. Um, yeah, man. Like I think what's what's weird is that it was in his garage, right? So it's essentially like his locker room, right, where he keeps the car, which means it had to come from someone who worked there or someone broken. Yeah, because it was like there's no fans, right? Even at the, I think that the the race the race that's coming up, they're gonna allow like a certain amount of fans in there, but definitely, you know, at this time when it was done, it had to be either somebody from his team, somebody from another team. Or, or like a worker in the uh, in in that in that yeah. in that area in that area, which it's Alabama. It's the most Alabama of Alabama things to do, right? Like, I don't know if you saw, but outside of Talladega Speedway, which is where this should happen, there was um, protests for the Confederate flag again. Like hundreds, hundreds of cars lined up with giant uh, uh, Confederate flags, like protesting the right again to show this Confederate flag and stuff. But I'm like, it's so on brand for Alabama that it didn't shock me. And even the news thing didn't shock me. I was like, uh, yeah, I can see that. Like, it's it just, I feel bad for him because as a human being to have to, to come out to do, you know, what he did in the sport that he's in. And then, like you said, you show up to your place of work and someone essentially leaves a noose on your desk. Yeah. It's, I mean, and that's what it is, right? It's not, I mean, and whether it's, and again, we hear so much bad stuff every week, every day, really, if you if you pay attention. Um, but when you really look at this and you go, he just went to work. Yep. Like he wasn't outside protesting. He wasn't really doing anything. He went to work. He and went just, to his place of business. And I don't want to feel threatened when I'm at work or I don't want to feel discriminated against when I'm at work. And some people said, we disagree. <laughs> like, nah, you should feel like shit when you go to work. I gotta say, I, I don't think I've ever actually been to Alabama. I don't. Think I, I've driven through it. As have, anyone should. I have driven through it. Um, it was really late at night. I never got pulled over. So, um, you know, I can't, I can't say anything, anything negative about it. But I do, I do know somebody from Mississippi. And uh, he, go, he even told me, yeah, there's zero reasons to go there. <laughs> it's Alabama, bro. What's their, call, what's their, like, I guess their call to fame? Foot, the football, college, college football, football, right? Yeah. Okay. We can skip Alabama. We can, <laughs> we can skip out on Alabama. <laughs> Dude, but today, man, shout out to, to NASCAR uh, as a community there. The drivers, dude, I don't know if you saw today, but they pushed him. So, you know, they do like the ceremony before the games. They do the introductions and the cars kind of line up. Every driver got out of their car and pushed his car to the front and kind of like the ceremony oh, is wow, pushing cool. his car to the front of the of the of the pack or whatever start um and this dude was like 
broke down in tears like in the car got out was like hugging everybody was like visibly like just emotional broke down it was really cool to see really cool to see a bunch of drivers people hugging them just like dude we got you because obviously i think this happened sunday the news thing and then the race was today so him showing up today all those drivers kind of banded together and i think made him feel like welcome i thought that was pretty awesome that like, is you know, awesome. yeah, yeah that, that is that, awesome. was, that was pretty cool man but i like, think again man nascar's trying to diversify right like you can't survive off people from alabama forever right so you're gonna have to like get people like me to want to watch nascar all the time right get brown folks get black folks get you have to diversify the sport right now i don't know anybody who goes like yeah i want to be a race car driver when i grow up although formula one i guess has the diversity um thing kind of locked in right now but yeah i think more on the european side yeah though, right yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, but I, like, yeah, like you said, I don't know anyone that wants to be a NASCAR driver, but that, that'll, that'll, change, that, right? that'll change. And like I said, I told you last week, um, I had a great time at an event, man. I thought it was so fun, so fun, and, and it gave me a whole new respect, and uh, I, you'd hate for people to be turned away from that because the there's the knock on NASCAR that there's a certain clientele or certain fan base there that's not going to be very welcoming, right? Um, and I would say, like, again, my experience was, was opposite. There certainly was some tense moments in there that you could see around, but I had an awesome time, man, and people welcomed me, and you would hope that maybe some exposure to something like that, right? Like, I think... Um, you know, maybe for those people, they would have never hung out with someone like me. But I think just being there next to me and having a good time going like, oh, OK, cool. He's another dude like us. And he talks smack just like us. And he's just. And so I think if we can do more of that, it, you know, change the game, you know, a, a group of people at a time. Right. You do it two or three people here and there. Um, so, you know, hopefully this this brings people to NASCAR, man, and, and wanting to check that out. No, that's cool, man. The next thing I got is there was a policewoman that drove through. And McDonald's drive-thru. And I guess she they gave her her drinks. And you know when you, they don't have your order ready and they tell you to go wait on the side? Okay. So they, so they told her to go wait on the side, which happens to all of us. It's happened to me many times. Yeah. Right? But because of the climate, because of the current climate and everything that the, that, that the police officers are, are sort of going through and, and, and the, the outside pressures from the communities... She got freaked out that they were going to like do something to her food, whether it was spitting it or just, you know, do something to her food. So she decides, nope, don't want it. And I'm going to drive away. And again, what happens to people when they get emotional? What do they do? Go on social media. Did she? So she went on a rant on social media? Or? Well, no, she didn't. I mean, it wasn't so much a rant. I kind of felt bad for her. You know, because because she just she sort of went on there and, and was like, yo, like, I'm not a bad cop and and I'm here to serve and protect. And but right now, like, I'm scared. What gave her the assumption? Because that's pretty standard. Like you said, that that that's McDonald's, that's, that's happened all the time. Right. So, like, what gave her the impression that that was happening? I, I don't know, know the answer. <laughs> Was it minorities at the window? <laughs> I'm just gonna throw that out there right now. Could have been. Could have been. Somebody looks suspect. Somebody. Look <laughs> See, it would have been more plausible. Or uh, if she would have had a rager, because the ice cream machine was broken per usual, I would have been understanding. Because the ice cream machine at McDonald's is always fucking broken. I just want a McFlurry. Goddamn McDonald's. <laughs> Shit together. Dude, I'm just amazed that that people, you know, and like last week we talked about the the girl from Jersey that went on that rant, mm -hmm. right? After she had the 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 almost accident, um, and then and then this and then this this police officer who, again, my my first my first thought was, 
man, don't go when you're emotional. Don't go on a rant or wh- whether you're sad or it's an angry rant, whatever. Like, don't do that on social media. Like, why? Just take take ten minutes. People need hugs, man, and friends. You know, and, yeah. <laughs> you know what's. I think with all that, like with all this stuff going on and you seeing people like are hyper sensitive right now, like hyper emotional about stuff. And then I feel like they're using this. And, and I guess there's a saying in politics that goes like you never let a good tragedy uh, tragedy go to waste. Right. Meaning you kind of capitalize on that scenario to, to pass whatever kind of agenda, whatever you have. But I feel like right now what's happening is with all this stuff going on. Everyone wants to be offended about something and raise their hand about like, hey, what about me? You know, like the cops are like, oh, what about, you know, we're being offended. And then, you know, just people coming out with whatever their their thing was. And my favorite thing about quarantine, bro, is that I didn't hear woke shit for the entire time. No one was like complaining about eating animals or doing yoga with goats or whatever the fuck was going on because they had something real to worry about, right? Like the whole, we could possibly die from getting this virus, right? Goat yoga. Goat yoga. Bro, do you know how you comfortable your life has to be for you to go? <laughs> do you understand? Bro. If you go, yo, um, my life is so good. I To make it interesting, I'm going to do yoga with a fucking goat on my back. Like, I don't understand. Like, Have you the, seen it? Yes. It's stupid. Did you see the Kevin Hart bit? <laughs> no. He does goat yoga. And so there, so, so... So I've seen this before. And, and for those of you who have not seen this, you have to just go on YouTube. Don't take too much time because it is a waste of time. But go look at the videos. Um, the, ma- the majority of the time, they're done outside. But Kevin Hart did one. And I think it was with like Kim Kardashian. If I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong. Anyway, it's indoors. And the goats are peeing and defecating they're on the goats pool. of course <laughs> like they're goats i don't like do you know how good your life has to be for you like this is just shows again man uh, we have it so good as a society dude that we're like now we just create our own chaos right like we're not we're like 100 years away from maybe 150 20 years away from like we had to hunt for food and that would take like half your day right the other half would you had to get back home from that hunt and then you just got up in the morning and did that all over again, and you're just trying to survive, right? Like, dude. And let me let me go off of that because that is a that is a great point, bro. And I thought about that. Actually, you wrote something out. Like, I got a journal on this thing on the, that that exact thought, which was like, there there was a time when getting up in the morning and going to get some food to feed your clan was success. Yep. If you got you got home right, your 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 tribe, your clan. You guys ate and life was good. And the next morning you get up again and you go do it again. And like that, that's success. Yep. Today, like the vast majority of us, we do that, right? We, we, we get up, we go to work, we are able to provide for our families. And yet we sit back and it's like, it's not enough. It's not enough, dude. We, we, I think it's so comfortable, right? To be a human right now, dude. And, and the, the problem is, is I don't think our DNA has shifted from that yet, right? Like in, in our DNA, we're still in survival mode. So it's like, we have to find stuff to create our own chaos or we're not comfortable. Like, you know, like, you know whether it's people skipping out on vaccines and listen, spare me the, the lecture people on the, on the vaccine things, but it's like, I'm just going to skip out on this thing. You know, just, let's just see how that goes like today because you know, because we can, because possibly, you know, it's going to make my kid a little socially awkward and smart. Like, I'm like, it's the government trying to control you. It's so dumb. Like you realize there's some kid in like the Congo right now going, wait, I don't have to die from the measles. You telling me that you guys got that and you're skipping it on purpose. Like, 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 I don't understand, dude. It's like being a human being in America, dude, is like the cheat codes of life. And we do dumb shit like goat yoga because we're like, 
how do you make this more exciting? Like, <laughs> what if I was doing yoga and there was an animal shitting on my back? <laughs> this, it's, it's so listen, to me. you and whoever else has not seen it, just you have to like Google Kevin Hart goat yoga. I'm going to look that up. It, is it might piss me off. Phenomenal. It's, it's phenomenal because he's in a class with 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 people that are that are there to take the class and he is going insane it's great oh check check God. it out i'm gonna have to look at i wish there were dinosaurs still here just <laughs> yeah, go, go do yoga with a velociraptor on your back let me know how that works out <laughs> it's just so stupid and you know my my wife who teaches yoga shout out to you baby um she's she does not get that She's like, no, like, there's, why would you want something crawling on your back? Like, you have to, you have to be able to balance and, and like, and, and it's supposed to be a very sort of a, a, a zen almost workout, right? Now, now they do have different variations of yoga where some of them are high intensity. Um, but the sort of the, your traditional yoga is, is kind of slow. Um, you know, you're, you're heating up your body, but it's, but it's more of a, it's, it's almost like a, like a, like a workout slash meditation mix. You know, so I, I don't think you would want somebody, you know, an, an animal peeing next to you. Definitely not dropping little balls on you. It's like we weren't designed to be that comfortable. It's like this is too easy. Let's, let's crank it up a notch. Anybody got any goats laying around? Like, yo, the first person that came up with that, I want to know what they were thinking, bro. Like the first person who was like, yo, you know what would be sick right now? Like, There must have been like a goat walking by going, yo, if you downward dog with the goat on your back. <laughs> but the thing is with those goats like you don't know when they're coming so you're doing exercise and all of a sudden they jump on your back oh it's a surprise attack from it's the a goats? surprise attack bro. so what is the i, I guess no, I what know. is the don't argument behind no, why no why clue. it's good no clue it's one of those things i've never bothered to look up i think i, I think i'm um you know i follow kevin hart on like instagram or something and i happened to see that video i thought it was funny but i do know I think we actually mutually know people that do that. Oh my God, bro! Is this part of the um, man? I think this is this is a ruse by the people who want to bring their animals on the planes. Who wh what's that called? Your uh, your companion or whatever on the on with people who bring in like mules on planes with them now. Oh, whatever no. you can bring like anything you want. I can't, I can't think of the name for I'm it. I'm clearly not surfing the net enough. But it's like you know now on an airplane you can get on with anything if you say it's your um. God, what's that called? Oh, man? like a, a um, yes, 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 like a. Uh, it's like your emotional emotional support. Yes, yeah. so your emotional support animal. So I'm guessing some asshole One, out there was like, "How do I prove that my goat is my emotional support?" We we, get, we got a dog like that. <laughs> <laughs> Went online and filled out an app and just pretty said much, it was <laughs> pretty much, bro. He's got zero training. It was you literally go online, put something out, pay a fee, and you get something that says emotional support. But it's genius because, like, if you ever go and let's say, let's say you go and you want to get a place, I don't know, you want to go rent an apartment somewhere or what have you, and they don't allow pets, they can't deny you. They have to. Yeah, they have to. Because it's your emotional support. It's emotional support, dog. <laughs> it's genius. Get a dad, somebody to hug you. <laughs> Jesus Christ, bro. <laughs> Oh my God! You're, so where do you draw the line? Can I bring like an ostrich? <laughs> What's the... I didn't see the place where you had to select the animal. You, oh, so is, is there a place where you select that? Like it's a dog, or is I don't it... remember. 
Or do you just name it? I have to go look that up. And then it's interchangeable. Like, how does that work? (laughs) If your dog goes, does that carry over to the next pet? (laughs) This is my emotional support ostrich. (laughs) Yo, we should test that. That should be an episode. We just mic us up and go to the airport with like like the wildest animal we could think of and just get on a flight. This is my emotional support badger. It's a fox. A fox. Yeah. <laughs> the most ruthless animal we can think of. Oh, Yo, God. so my my next my next carbon footprint of the week is shout out to the people in Oklahoma, about two blocks away from the Trump rally, selling stun guns. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Yo, I, I was like, no way. I just went off oh like, why? Like, what are the reasons you would set up a stand? And then I'm sure they sold some. Oh, they had to. Absolutely. Of course. But why? When so you like, get that as a souvenir, if you was there? Like, are you getting it because of, because of the protesters? I don't know, man. Like, what? Yo, two blocks away. Which, by the way, I think he had, so he was supposed to have like, like 100,000 people there. <laughs> Bro. And he was- had like 10,000. Bro, he got trolled by teenagers on TikTok. Yo, I'd never thought I'd see it. Shout out to this next generation coming up. I was giving y'all kudos a few weeks ago, but goddamn it, we're in good hands, man. These, these guys, bro, how do you troll the president of the United States of America, bro? They basically went online, reserved seats, but none of them were showing up, right? So, like, they got a movement going with a bunch of kids basically reserved seats to the arena and the rally so they couldn't give up those seats. And then none of them were showing up because they just wanted the arena to be empty. Oh no. It's so genius. It was hilarious, bro. So he had like, he was touting like 18,000 in the arena. Then he was going to do another like big thing outside. So which he got had to canceled, do, right? That, that yes, because there wasn't enough people. And then there was supposed to be other smaller events, which is where he got to like the 100,000. Dude, there was 6,200, I think. And somebody correct me on that when you listen to this, but there was like 6,200 people or something like that, somewhere around 6,000 that actually came out in the arena, right? And, and like, turns out like more than half of it, it's like staff, um, paid actors, and a bunch of other stuff. So really supporters who legit reserved a, a seat, it was like 1,600, 1,800, something like that. It was less than 2,000 people who actually, and I thought that was the funniest thing in the world, but I do. That's crazy. When did you think you would see teenagers troll the president of the United States of America, dude. Like, I love these kids, man. This- poor, poor Trump. That's just wrong. Yo, he was. You seen the look on his face? He looked defeated, man. I almost felt bad for him. He he looked like a guy that was about to lose to someone with dementia. <laughs> you know, he mad because it's bad enough to lose, but if you lose to someone who can't remember their name. Like, bro, and I know that as this year goes on, we're gonna get in, we're gonna get more into that, but I, I'm fascinated. It's crazy. I'm fascinated by it because he he definitely has his supporters, absolutely, and you know the other side. You, I, I don't even think the other side wants Biden. They just don't want him. No, no one wants like, dude. It it speaks to how crappy that job is. The fact that the best we can stroll out there are. 70 plus year olds right um past their prime like no one young and smart wants that job no one like none of like in a country where but we have was some of the few, smartest people on the planet there was a few people that actually went out there that were that were younger they just didn't they but just, like non-politics people right so yes. like andrew yang non-politics right, right. like like no one in politics dude is young and like 
uh, uh, wants to anything to do with that. A, I think part of it is like, I can go make more money doing, you know, non-public work. And then you go, I, I don't, I just don't want to be involved in that. I think it's, it's too much of a club of just old guys who think the same way, who are not progressive and people don't just don't want to be involved in that, man. Like no one, the, the fact that this is the most coveted or should be the most coveted job in the world, right? You think from a, you know, there aren't many notches to check that are bigger than president of the United States of America. And the fact that you can't get the smartest people in this country to go like, yeah, I'll, I'll try that out. Just speaks for itself. Like, because you go, it's the shittiest shop. Like, no matter how good you are, half of the country hates you. Half of the country loves you. It's, it's, it's thankless. It's a lot of work. It's not a lot of money for what they have to do. I mean, sure, your life changes after that where you, your, your earning potential does go up. But then also, so does the rest of your life goes down the drain as far as having any kind of uh, uh, personal life or, or a way to like, you can't go out and go watch a movie. Right. Like it's this. So you're changing your entire life, everything. And then most people hate you. So you there's a certain you have to be a sociopath to want that job. Right. Like you have to be. There's no way that you have to be so self-absorbed and so like um, um, like a little nuts. Right. To want that job, considering what it entails. It's the shittiest job on the planet. And so, like, I, I, like, in one part of me, I understand why nobody smart wants it. Because, like, even Mark Cuban, they'll ask him. He's like, eh, I thought about it. Like, my family talking. They're like, nah. I guarantee you, dude, when Mark Cuban gets to 70 and he's got nothing else to do and his kids are all growing out of the house, he'll, he'll be it. like, eh, I'll check that out. Like, and then Mark Cuban, you'll be like, no, man, you're like 75. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like, who was the last where we had Bernie? Uh, Elizabeth Warren, right? The Trump sitting president. And then Joe Biden. Like, again, smart, accomplished people. But come on, dude, like in the United States of America, that's the best we can come up with as like a final four for president. <laughs> like it's just, it's mind blowing to me, man. And you know what? I'm not, you know, I'm not a Trump supporter, um, but, you know, I think he has put in some things that, that some policies that, that have benefited businesses, which, all, which usually trickles down and, and, and creates more jobs. And, and, and I think that he's good in, in sort of in that, in those areas. I just don't think that he gives a crap about people. Oh, absolutely not. No, like, he that, that's, no, no. that's, that's my no, no, thing, right? He, he just like, he's not I a just, public servant, which is what that job should be, right? Like, yeah, he's not a public servant. Yeah, yeah you're right. Like, it's like, I don't, like, yeah, you're right. Like, there's some things that have certainly benefited, like, me personally, like, right? I, I, and there's some things there that, that have certainly benefited me and benefited, I think, the economy to an extent. Um, but and then, uh, you know, like the more I thought about it when he after he got elected, I understood I didn't agree with him getting elected. Like that was shocking to me. Right. But then the more I thought about it, I went makes sense because like I think we were so sick of politicians kind of like blatantly lying to our face and playing the whole um, the whole like I'm better than you angle and the way they treat you like they almost look down. Right. They're condescending. There's you know, there's some, there's some arrogance about them where they always kind of uh, felt like they were above you. And I think with Trump, what you got was someone who you're like oh, he's a piece of shit, but he like knows he's a piece of shit and he doesn't pretend to not be <laughs> like, he's like, like, or he's an asshole. I shouldn't say piece yeah, of he's shit. Not like, a piece it's, of shit. He's it's, a, it's, it's like, yeah, he's like, I'm an asshole. This is who I am. This is who you're getting. He didn't pretend to be better than you. He didn't pretend to, to like, you know, he wasn't lectury. He wasn't on stuff. Like he got his crazy things. But I think people looked at that and went, huh, I can get behind that. Like, I don't like it, but I don't feel like he's condescending to me, you know, unless you, I guess, completely disagree with his policy. Then I, I guess you could see that now, but I think I understood more why people went, you know what? We gave politicians a shot. Let's try this out. I mean, the experiment didn't work, but we we gave it a shot, man. Like it's Dude, let me tell you, man. I've been I've been voting since the I guess the early 90s. And um 
it, I, I, I always feel like, you know, you can always make your life better regardless of who's in office. Yep. So we, we talk about that all the time. Yeah. Like it's, it's not like it's to me. I mean, it is, yes, you want to, you want to pick the right person. And again, I, I, I kind of look for the person that I, that I feel like gives a crap about the people. Um, however, I have my, my life has progressively gotten better regardless of who's in office. Yeah. No, absolutely. I think uh, same thing. Like I've, my life has gotten progressively better through, through every administration, right, left or right, um, based on decisions that I've made. Now, are there things in there where maybe tax wise it benefited me or healthcare, whatever these things may be? Sure, right. But my standing in life didn't change over who was in office, and, and I think that's why I don't understand this whole left right thing. Like I just, I just don't get it. But yeah, yeah. It's, All right, man. Off the politics. Yeah. The next carbon footprint. <laughs> Aunt Jemima. Ooh, Aunt Jemima left her carbon footprint. Aunt Jemima and the other, and let me tell you something. I didn't even look at who the company, you know who the company is that makes the, the Aunt Jemima mix? Nah. Okay. Neither do I. <laughs> but you know, when you go into the store to get Aunt Jemima, you're gonna, or sorry, you're going to get some pancake mix, you go look for the picture. Yep. Right? You're not going to be able to find a picture anymore. So a bunch of companies, um, including the one that makes the, the you know, that that brand of uh, pancake mix and, and, and syrup, along with uh, like Mrs. Butterworth, uh, there's a few others, uh, Uncle Ben and the cream of wheat. And to name a few, I think there's others as well. I saw, I saw like an ice cream brand, it, it, it escapes me now which, which brand it was, but it, it had like a little sort of like a little Eskimo on it. I don't remember what it was, but these companies are now looking at, at, at these sort of mascots as Oh, this this is from a time where where it sort of has racial undertones and and maybe points to slavery times and you know like the Aunt Jemima is almost like oh yes yeah, like the the smiling the smiling black lady like serving the white you know okay so is that is that the that's kind of the premise right because the they're okay. going because they're going like okay well all this stuff was you know way back when and 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 the whole Aunt Jemima thing like when they when they picked her like she didn't get paid a lot. There's there's some oh, so it is based off of a real woman, at, oh like absolutely. the the okay okay so it's not just a sketch like the the, no. the thing is based on some okay yeah absolutely, I didn't know anything yeah. about the I saw a lot of people dropping like you said like their spokespersons or logos or whatever like because of that but I didn't know the history behind the why yeah no no so so this person and I, I don't have her name in front of me but she was chosen and she was you know um, but she wasn't paid a lot. Um, some of the things that I read said that she actually had to keep like a second job to kind of pay her bills and stuff. So she wasn't paid a lot, which in today's world, right? You'd be, you, you would do well if you were the face of a, of a uh, brand. I think, I think you do pretty well. Yeah, you do. All right. Sure. Uh, shout out Flo. Uh, shout out Michael Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking Flo and for progressive, but I, it's, you went, it's not even, you went bigger. <laughs> listen, Jordan is not even his face. It's just his, it's it's the it's a symbol, dude. right? The silhouette. Yeah. You see it, you see it, and you immediately know. You know, wow. exactly. Um, but man, so I so I saw this, and and shout out to the to the companies that are you know trying to do their part, whatever, man. But now I'm going, okay. So you change that, whether it's cream of wheat, Aunt Jemima, Mrs. Butterworth. It Mrs. Butterworth is the bottle. Do you know? Have you yeah, seen that's it? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. It's the, it's the it's actual the shape, shape of, of the, the bottle. bottle. What's it going to look like now? Or if they change the picture, it's like, I don't know what I'm buying anymore. Yeah, You know what, man? And I hope, like... Don't send me to the store. Yes. 
He'd be like, is this syrup? Was this, was this made by the artist formerly known as Anchorman? <laughs> Dude, like, you know what I hope too, man, is that like you get rid of, you know, what if there's, I don't, and I don't know enough about it, man, to say like, oh, it's stupid or it's good or whatever. But like, if there are racial undertones for it or whatever, like, okay, kudos to them. But I hope they replace it with, an, an equal symbol like like a positive symbol then of of, of an african-american or a, you know a black person because then you like give some representation to that to that person right like if you're gonna do like the aunt jemima okay then let's let's replace it with something positive or change the narrative behind it to a more positive because are you so then are you gonna what? put an old white it's, lady on it it's pancake mix bro. yeah what, like, are are you gonna, <laughs> what are you what are you gonna put on it martha stewart and rachel ray <laughs> Right, you know what, and and right, like, like you, do you get somebody because you get a new person? Do you get a new? Per- can't you that's that's like, this not even pancake mix, bro. There was it's Aunt Jemima, like, yeah. Growing up, you say Aunt Jemima, even the syrup, yeah, it's a syrup, it's Aunt Jemima, like that's, that's it. I swear to God, if somebody make us go get some Auntie Oprah, I'm gonna lose my shit. <laughs> I'm gonna lose my shit. <laughs> you imagine over in Titi Gale, Titi. <laughs> You're writing that on a shopping list. Yo, get the Titi Gale. <laughs> they gonna be like, "What's that?" It's like when they wrote pancake oh mix God. on a shopping list. I go look for the Aunt Jemima. Like that's it. Yeah, so I don't, you know what? What I, what I didn't see is if are they gonna change the name or just the. So face? I'm hoping they leave the name, man, and then just change the face or change it to a more positive, I guess, representation of what you're trying to show now. Um, but I I hope they don't replace it with someone that's that's. Uh, that's not black. Like it should be a black person because again, I think there's this. You still want to have that representation. There aren't many brands, right? Except for you, Aunt Jemima. Um, what was the other one? Mrs. Buttersworth. Like you immediately think, oh, cool, like black person. You know, forward facing. Like you don't have many of those, right? So, and while I understand that there's a negative undertone to that one, then all right, let's let's flip it and how do we make that positive or how do you change it to be a thing? Because, dude, you know what, man? I didn't. I, not that I don't think people paid attention, but I didn't think. It was all that noticeable. The the idea that, you know, we don't have like, you know, there's no like Latino superheroes or like, you know, Latino branded anything and all that stuff, dude. Cantiflas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's what we got, bro. Sabado Gigante. He like the closest. <laughs> dude, so there there wasn't there isn't a lot, right? Like so in, in the black community, I guess you have kind of um, you know, maybe it's like pro athletes you look up to, um, or you know, anyone I guess in in a prominent position. Maybe there's businessmen, whatever it is, singers, uh, movie stars. But same thing in the brown community you don't have a whole lot of like logos or or things that represent that right and i think the black community same you don't have a whole lot of logos dude i remember one time man i was in chicago i saw a comic book of spider-man with you know they changed spider-man to miles morales who's like a a half black i think half latino he's supposed to be right yeah dude i remember showing my son the cover and and my and the the kid he was wearing the spider-man outfit but he had taken the headpiece off right so you can see his face and my son goes oh he looks like me and he was, and this oh, wow. was like, my son's six now. He might've been four at the time, maybe. Um, and it caught me by surprise. And I remember going like, what? Like, like you noticed that? Like, and it's cool, dude, to the point where like, you know, the Miles Morales Spider-Man became like his favorite thing. Cause he was kind of like, nah, he looks like me. Like, that's cool. And I never really thought about the idea that like all our superheroes are like white, right? Like I, I just, it just doesn't like Batman's Batman. Like I love Batman. Like every, I never really gave that a whole lot of thought. Um, 
But I remember that going, oh, yeah, I guess there's not a whole bunch of the main superheroes, right, that you see all the time that are that look like him. And he's obsessed. Like, they, they dropped a trailer last week of a game they're going to make the, of with Spider-Man with the Miles Morales. And I'm like, he's, and he, on it. he's on it. He's like, I want it strictly because he goes, you know, it looks like me. So I do think it's important to have representations of the culture, I think, and, and, and of anything that, that you look at that and go, oh, cool, man, that's, that's something that looks like me. That, yeah, so... Yeah, now I, I didn't see it like, again. I don't know if they're, they're gonna just change the face or or change the name. So we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. More to come on that one. Pouring out that wine, y'all heard that right now. That's that uh, Tom and Mitch. Oh man, you know what? Shout out not to Tom and Mitch. Although the wine is good, I got a shout out to to uh, to Wine Text. So if any of you guys drink wine, and listen, we are not getting paid for this, <laughs> but I just gotta put you onto this because. It's, it's a pretty genius idea. So winetext.com, you go on there, you put in your information, you do have to put in your credit card number, so they do store that, but it's encrypted and all that good stuff, right? So, but every day, and it's, it's at least once, sometimes twice, they send you a text. And, and on the text, it has a picture of the, of the bottle of wine, and it has like a rating, um, and usually like a, like, like a taste rating, I guess. So usually they don't put anything on there that's that's... Um, that that's under 90 usually it's like 90 to 100 and i'm assuming 100 is the best um again i'm not a wine connoisseur but they, they haven't steered me wrong yet so they send you this text and they picture uh rating regular price and then the sale price and the sale price is usually it's it's well below it's used sometimes it's half sometimes it's more than half and you literally reply back with a number so you want a bottle you put one, send. And then about a week later, bottle of wine shows up to your house. It's genius, dude. Dude, it is, it is like the most, it, it's genius, it's dangerous, yep. right? Because it's so easy. Um, but if like for myself, I started drinking wine, I would say fairly, you know, recently. So um, it, it's, a, it's a great way to, like, to try out new stuff, things that I would never try before. But just based on price, right? I kind of pick a price range and I'm going like, eh, if it's something that I like, like I, I like the dark wines. And if it's in that price range, I'll go, yeah, like, you know, two send. And then like a week later, I get a box, I get a box of two bottles of wine in the mail. Dude, genius. Dude, he's, uh, it's Gary man. Again, just the genius marketing, uh, I guess, uh, kind of entrepreneur that he is because really at the end of the, he's made his money off of be just being a marketing genius, right? And then running good business. But you, in that, they remove... It's the path, the path of least resistance, right? Like, can you imagine if anything that you liked a lot, you know, all this data that's out there about you online, they just sent you a text like, hey, we got these sneakers today. They're on sale. You want them? And then you would have never looked at on your own. But now you're like, oh, cool. Yeah, and they're on sale. How many? Yep, sure. And then you literally reply with the, yeah, I want two or want one. And then it's like, all right, cool. And then they ship it to you. That's wild, man. Yeah, that, that's, again, man, Gary Vee's changing the game with across the board with anything man with, with, with social media with with wine um that dude says he's gonna own the jets and i believe him yeah <laughs> like, no, no, he is he's he's a marketing <laughs> i genius. hope he gets there too man is there's if there's anyone i've ever wanted to own a sports team i don't think uh i uh, there's there isn't anyone that i've wanted more than gary v to own a sports team man because it would be just the funniest it would be mark cuban on steroids like it, like mark cuban on cocaine gary v would just be like <laughs> it would just be phenomenal man and if you don't know who Gary Vee is, you are living under a rock. <laughs> Go check him out. Yeah. Um, the guy gives some really good, just practical advice on life, 
not just not just business, just on life in general. On life in general, he's a, he's, a, he's a he's a good human being. Yeah, man. I would say uh, uh, he probably I, I would give him some credit in getting us to kind of get out of our comfort zone, right? And try even something yeah. like this, right? Just listening to him over and over, go like, stop listening and go do, right? <laughs> it's like, where and you're like yeah he's right so yeah you know, shout he, out to that man that's a genius idea dude he put something on on i think linkedin the other day that I, that I shared and it was something to the effect of like just start and then make changes along the way true like don't it's like stop thinking about it we all do this and and for any of you guys listening out there it's like stop overthinking you want to do something go do it and then listen you're allowed to change your mind like this format of this podcast we might change it next week. I don't know, but we reserve the right, you know. And 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 so and and if this thing works out, you know, fantastic. And if it doesn't, that's okay too. And we'll sit back ten years from now and 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 laugh at it. <laughs> like, yeah, you just get out and do it. And yeah, I mean, I think it's uh, um, uh, one of those things. Like you said, is you just kind of learn as you go. Worst case scenario, right? It's like. What do we do? Lose an hour a week, a couple hours a week of doing stuff? No, no, this is yeah. not a loss. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's this not is, even. This yeah. is not a loss. Like I, I, I love it. Like he and me, Juan and I have been doing this anyway. <laughs> We've been doing this for years anyway. We just decided to press record. And we'll and we'll thank y'all in advance because inevitably we'll get canceled. Probably because <laughs> I'll say something stupid. Because <laughs> Sean is the more reasonable one. <laughs> yeah. So did you see this week? This week was uh, Tupac's birthday. Boom, Tupac. Ooh. And bro, so I did. I, I looked looked a little bit and did some research on him and found out things that I that I didn't know. Um, you know, we all know who Tupac is, and 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 probably the, judging from from what culture you're from, or or and really really what culture you're from, but where, where you live and what music you listen to, you either think that this guy was like the greatest thing since sliced bread, or he was a criminal. Which he was probably both. <laughs> the answer is he was a little bit yeah, both. Yeah, the, the answer is yes. Yep. Um, do you know he was born? So was George W. <laughs> and he became president. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I just want to throw that out there. I bought it for that guy twice. Yep. I have a cousin of mine that still holds that shit against me. And I was the like, George W. Why? Yeah, I was like, he's gonna lower taxes. He, he, I don't, you, I won't even go down that rabbit hole. But he didn't run against anybody good. Like the, yeah, I, I could see that. I wasn't old enough to vote then, but I could see, I could see that. I would have. I don't. Yeah, because yeah, he ran what two thousand, so yeah. ninety nine, and so he beat Al Gore, and then who did he beat the second time? I don't even know. I don't even remember. I might have been, nah, dude. I wasn't old enough to vote. No, no, dude, no, dude. Bar- the Barack election was the first election. That was the first. I was a, a yeah, man. No, Barack my, popped my vote in cherry. Mine was Clinton. Was it Clinton? Yeah, Hold on, man. I, I feel like Clinton. maybe I did vote for, because you can be eighteen, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe I did vote. Yeah, no, I'm lying. I'm lying. Um, I turned eighteen second term during the election. Juan the just term. found out the voting age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what eighteen? <laughs> They, they didn't tell me you could vote at 18. Yeah. You can't have a drink, but you could decide who's fit enough to run this country at 18, but we'll leave that alone. <laughs> I got I'm sorry. So, yeah, so Tupac was actually born Lesane Parish Crooks. What's his name? 
I see why he went with Tupac. I was like, man, I would have changed my name too. That's a long, yeah, for real. But he would have been 49 this year, which is crazy. Wow. Right? Um, but I, th- I thought back to when, to when he passed, which was like, I want to say it was like 96. Between, so he moved, he moved to, to like San Francisco. So he moved to the West Coast. He was born, I think he was born in New York and he, was, and he, and he moved over to the West Coast at, um, I want to say in like 88. Damn. And so, really, bro, like that in 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 that in that period of time, that from eighty eight to ninety six, this dude had like four like four solo albums, which then he had like seven albums after he died. He played in like a bunch of movies, you know, because he had it. What I mean, I, I can't I can't name them all, man. Like, um, but he had like he had like six major movies, and then he had a few where he did play like minor roles. He had some, you know, SNL appearances, blah, 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 right? But this guy in his early 20s did more than most of us do in a lifetime. Yeah, man. And so love him or hate him, um, I think the, the, the reason for me bringing that up was like kind of what we just talked about, which is you want to go do something? Like, just do it. Yeah, like, you did everything. It's like, yeah, like this dude, like he lived like a lifetime in those, you know, in those six years. Um, I want to say he had like 75 million albums or 75 million records sold worldwide. It's crazy. It's, it's, if you go look at, go look up Tupac. I said, again, love him or hate him. Um, this guy sort of like took life by the horns and just said, this is what I want to do. And, and again, you know, he, he was sort of active in the community. Um, did some questionable things, went to jail. Right. I remember, I remember as a kid, I shouldn't say as a kid, as a young adult, um, when that whole like East Coast West Coast thing was going on. Oh yeah, yeah. And like I wanted because I was a Biggie fan, right? But I liked Tupac too. But but I was more of a Biggie fan because Biggie, Biggie better because Biggie was from New York, right? <laughs> so and I and I wanted not to like him. And I remember um, hanging out with this dude in in the Marines that was from the West Coast, and we were riding in his car, and 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 he played and he was playing like the Tupac stuff, and I was like, wow, man, like this dude. He, he like, was good, man. That dude is good, man. I, he just can't. You couldn't deny him. You know where I like. I wish that you, you would have had a chance to see uh, a bigger body of work from someone like Tupac. Like he didn't drop many albums. He dropped some posthumously, but you didn't get to see. I mean, the same thing with Biggie. Biggie didn't have a ton of albums. Biggie dropped one and then died dropping his second one. Right, like he had recorded his second one. I think it dropped after his death too. That was a double album, right? Yeah, because I think, obviously, they were good, and at the time, they were on top of the world, but I always wonder, like, longevity, where How they, they would have been done. today. Yeah, like, where, because it's, to me, like, every artist can drop one good album or two, especially, and I mean, and their talent is undeniable, so I'm not questioning their talent, for sure. I, I just always wonder, like, man, what would it be like if they were still here today? Because we know rappers, and I think, and, and actually, I shouldn't even just say rappers, I think every artist, their first album, usually... Um, and their second album sometimes are the best pieces of work that they'll ever put out, and it never gets better from there, right? Because there's something to that, to that desperation, to that struggle, to everything. It's almost like it took your entire life to write that first album, 
And then it takes you, you know, 18 months to write the next one. Like it's not as um, and then some people save enough in there to, 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 you know, they don't empty out the gas tank, I guess, in that first one. And they have something to go. Like I would say Drake's second album to me was better than the first album Drake put out. Like like the first album almost felt like a mixtape. The second album Drake put out to me is his best album ever. Um, and he's one of the few people that I'll say like, OK, his second album was better. Jay-Z to me, and obviously, you know, I'm a, I'm a Jay-Z stan, so, you know, like, like take that <laughs> with a grain of salt, but but I'll say that um, Jay-Z's, to me, there are, while his first album is a classic, I think, in my opinion, there are like two or three later that are better, and I think that's what speaks to how good he is, is because he kind of evolved and then wrote things that were, that were relevant to his situation, like where he stood uh, uh, at that point in time, we were like four, four, four to me was just as good as his first album. Um, now there was some in between before four, four, four that I didn't think were great, but you know, like Blueprint was awesome, and that's like four albums in, five albums in. So, yeah, it, it's very. And I would have loved to see Tupac and Biggie get a chance to drop. Like I would have loved to see how they would have evolved to go, because a lot of time people put them in that greatest of all time conversation, and I'm always in the the body of work isn't there, man. Like the the undeniably great, but I go. But how long you stick around, especially in a genre like rap, where you know there a lot of people drop great first albums and then they get washed, right? Like it's yeah, that's 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 true. But I think that they were so far ahead of their time, like they were just so much better than everybody else for sure at that time. And so you just you know you you take it for granted that you you think that they're gonna that it's going to last, mm-hmm. and and it might not. You're right. No, no, and then I think to your point, like they were just so much better than everyone in that era. Um, because honestly, you know, people, and I know hip hop heads like to be like, man, back in the day, you know, they'll bring up Wu-Tang or whatever and great artists, but everyone knocks like the current generation of rap and you go, dude, people back then were knocking the people before. And you know, like the people, so it's just, it's all, we're always going to knock whatever the thing, the new thing is, but, um, it's the mumble rap, bro. It's the mumble, <laughs> the mumble rap. I don't, I don't even want to say it killed it, man, because they, they are, they are some of that 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 even that even i like um yeah but i'll dump to it it's it's you know it's drug user music uh where we grew up listening to drug dealer dealer music, music yeah. yeah you always hear that expression you know who has the best uh trevor noah shout out trevor noah is doing his thing lately but he's uh he has the best bit about uh the mumble rap where he goes you know, every rap song now sounds like a toddler uh, complaining about something, and he's like, dig it, 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 dig yeah, man. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to you, Thanks, man. Thanks, sir. Thanks, did sir. They, uh, did, did the family treat you good? Yeah, man. It was awesome, dude. Uh, um, you know, got to... So we finally went out. Um, we've been in quarantine for the three months. Uh, yeah, about. Way. Yeah, so we finally went out. We've been ordering out a lot of food, but we finally went out um, and had uh, uh, like a lunch somewhere. It was awesome. It was a cool local spot. Actually, if you're in Orlando, if you've never been to Wine for Oysters, hit it up. They're in Alafaya, not too far from Avalon Park. Uh, it's awesome, but it's a spot that's wine and oysters, and they'll pair them and whatever, but they make oysters in like 50 different ways, like raw in like 50 different ways, or baked, or steamed, or whatever in like 50 different ways. It's phenomenal, but they did this thing for Father's Day. It's like all you can eat um, oysters, and what they did was they basically gave you a menu of all these oyster 
items. So every time they came up, you got to order like, you know, one time it would be like, oh, you want raw oysters with uh, caviar on them or whatever. And you did that. And then the next time it's like, oh, you want an oyster taco? And then you did that. Dude, it was phenomenal. Now, is it one of those menus where you get lost? Like, is it so big? Not at all. Because it's like, here are oysters, right? And then it's like, here's the list of every type of oyster. And it's mostly like toppings and things like that, right? That that change on it. And then they have some seafood. They have like some crab legs and they have crawfish and they have jambalaya, stuff like that. But their thing is oysters. It's so good, man. But yeah, this first time we had taken the kids out. And this whole thing, and it was cool. They, you can only eat with a reservation. It was only X amount of people inside of the establishment at a time. So you knew there weren't going to be people coming and waiting. They would not let you in if you didn't have the reservation. Um, so they block out like a, a time frame for you to come in. Um, you know, really comfortable experience and all that stuff. Uh, and yeah, again, it was the first time we had taken the kids out. Hilariously enough, man, I thought my kids would be dying to get out the house. Like 15 minutes in, my son goes, so when are we going back home? <laughs> like, dude, been home since March. <laughs> this is supposed to be a treat yeah, it's supposed to be us getting out the house he was like nah i want to go home so it was awesome man uh it was cool good time i think anytime you get to uh uh you get to get spoiled by people that love you is dope yeah <laughs> yeah now we had um so we didn't we didn't go out because we are we are observing the <laughs> the quarantine still which is which is which is fun um but the family you know they they got me up early and and decorated the house and you know, cooked me breakfast and, you know, so I had all of the breakfast, lunch, dinner, and it was like, no, like every time you go to get up to do something, it's like, no, don't do it. Let us do it for you. So that was really cool. That was really cool. I, I heard this, I heard this bit and um, I forgot the comedian's name, but he was like, Father's Day is the 20th most popular holiday. <laughs> 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 and so he's like, he's like, Chris, I think Christmas is number one. And Mother's Day is number two. And before he... Wow. So before he says it, and he says this piece, he's like, I didn't know there was 18 other holidays. <laughs> and I'm going... Because I was already counting on my, on my one hand, two hands, my toes. And I'm going, there's... Like, is there really? And then he mentions, this is great, because he's like, Arbor Day... I mean, I've heard of it. I have no idea what day it is or what it's for. And he's like, Arbor Day is ahead of Father's Day. Is it really? I don't even know what that day's for, but I've heard of it. Same thing. That's insane. You know what it is, man? I think there's something to that, man. Now that you're saying that, I think, like, I, I don't know. You're probably the same way, but, like, I don't like attention of the, of, like, the, like, a day made around me, right? Like, I don't really need the, the, the pomp and circumstance behind that. So, um, I could see dads like that not being because I think I see most dads who are just like, yeah, let me go golf that day. Leave me alone. Do stuff, whatever. Like, though. And, and I like I think there's a part of the day where I do. I'm like, I just want to sit and watch something on TV or whatever. Like, thing. But honestly, man, I, I think and I don't know what it is about that day, but it makes me want to spend time with my family and do stuff like there's something about it where I go like I don't necessarily want to be left alone the whole day. Like I'm not one of those. I'm like. Like, it's cool. Like, I've some years I've gone out, I've played golf, you know, whether one of my um, brother-in-laws and stuff, and we'll go play golf um, or something like that. But there's something about it where I do like to go like, oh, this is a reason. Um, this is even a holiday, right, for me. It, it, spending time with my kids and stuff, man. So, like, I, you know, yesterday, I think in the evening, it's like, uh, you know, probably it's getting dark. And, you know, I'm in the pool with the kids and we're having a good time and all that stuff. And I'm just, I think there I'm kind of looking and going like, oh, yeah, this is cool. This is what how you want to spend, you know, something like this. But I think dads, man, we're just not, you know, like I think guys in general, I shouldn't say dads, guys in general, we're not the like, hey, I want a whole day about me and I want you to pamper me. We're, you know, we're the same every day. Like, yeah, honestly. Let me, let me tell you. So Mother's Day 
and then my wife's birthday is like back to back weeks. <sighs> and so so we had to so we we pampered her both, you know, both weeks. And after the after the Mother's Day, she's like, Listen, we need to do this at least once a month. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I have a similar scenario. So our wedding anniversary and her birthday are back to back days. Oh wow. Like back to back days and I can't get away with combining them. But <laughs> I'm like, but I bought two plane tickets. One was for the, <laughs> one was for the birthday. One was for the anniversary. But but let me tell you, man. I, I um yesterday and it made me think of, well not yet. Yeah, I guess, I guess it was yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, because folks, we do record on Mondays. Yep, Monday nights. So, so, so y'all so, keep asking. That's right. So so it was yesterday. Um, but it it made me think of one of the greatest father gifts of all time, which was. When your wife bought us tickets to go skydiving. Oh, yeah. I think low-key she was trying to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> I told you she didn't like you. I wouldn't like me either, bro. I don't deserve that shit. <laughs> and she was like, I can't go with you. Take your friend. Take your friend. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got these tickets for you to jump out of an airplane, but I can't go that day, so... <laughs> Yo, and we got on the ricketiest airplane in the world. Dude, you remember that shit? Like, I wanted to jump. Dude. <laughs> you know what's funny is that <laughs> that, like, everything, and, and, and I remember, like, I wasn't nervous. You weren't nervous. Nah. But if you think back, everything leading up to it went wrong. It was red flags all over the place, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't think about it then, but yesterday, <laughs> because let me tell you, so we took the video. Right, we, took, we had the video. We had the guy video. I think you you had like the bigger package. I just had the guy that was that that, that I jumped with film me from him. Do the selfie. You had like a separate. I had a dude jump with me, and he recorded me on the way down. And then we had a selfie cam too. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, so I would have preferred just his uh, the selfie thing. Like I would have preferred just the dude recording me, like that third person. Oh, but yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that was dope. Yeah. But. For anybody who's who's wondering, so we 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 jumped out of what was it eighteen thousand feet? Yeah, right. So it's it's like the highest in the world. Um, anybody who is who, if you have thought about doing skydiving and you haven't, just go, go do it. It is a phenomenal experience. And when I say ph- phenomenal, is not even it's not even the word. It is it it it's amazing. It's phenomenal. It's stupendous. It's, it's so fun, man. Right. But but going back to the, to that day. You know, we get there and and we and I started thinking about this yesterday. So we get there and and they give us the safety brief, right? And they go, "We have never had an accident." <laughs> <laughs> and I remember you and I looked at each other, right? And we go, we go, "Oh, I guess we're due." Yep. <laughs> I remember I was telling the lady, like, "Listen, we prefer that you say somebody didn't make it yesterday, because then I know you guys are on your shit. On today. your point, that's it. They on point. <laughs> Which, today. by the way, that place had an accident recently. I know, I saw that. Yeah, but go ahead, sorry. <laughs> but nobody died. Nobody died. Nobody died. They made it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but so from there, then we don't follow instructions, and we go to where we're not supposed to be." And we stand there for literally probably an hour and a half waiting for our names to be called. And we're watching these people that came in after us go before us. And we're like, what is going on? And we had this VIP package where we're supposed to be on the first plane out. 
So I remember that. That's what we didn't oh, follow shit. directions. I didn't, see, I didn't know that. Yes. So our tickets were, you didn't have to wait. You got a chance to be on the first plane out of the day. And the whole point was we weren't supposed to wait. But like Sean said, we didn't follow instructions. So we went to this different area and we waited to like the last plane out. Yeah. So we're sitting, I mean, we are literally sitting there watching everybody else get dressed. People come after us. They're getting dressed. They're going up. People are coming back, whatever, which is actually kind of cool because we got to see people jump and then and then they all landed and then make it yeah they all made it right <laughs> which by the way i was i was getting a uh every time someone came back and no one did fall i was like damn it the numbers are still not in our favor <laughs> and i don't even know did did you go inside i went inside one of us went inside one of us went inside and one of us goes inside and goes like what the f right like what is going on you guys like we've been three hours we're waiting out here like i know we latino but damn (laughs) we was hoping to be in the middle maybe not maybe not maybe not in the front but we don't want to be in the back um anyway so they so they get us on the plane finally and actually we're on like i think we're on like the last plane yeah yeah yeah, no we were definitely i think the last plane yeah we were like we were like on the last plane but I don't know. For, for me, I was like zero nerves. We get in that plane. It goes up. We get to 18,000 feet and they start, you know, people start going out. And I, and I don't know if I was the last one or the, yeah, you I were, was, me and you right? were the last two out. Okay. So, so you watched me jump and then yep. you got, you came right after. And then I went. And we were the last two. Yeah. And I, I will say that there was the, the one point that was, that was sort of freaky for me was when you get to the door that's when your brain goes, wait a minute, dude, you're jumping out of a perfectly good airplane. <laughs> Yo, that never happened. Like That, that never, didn't happen to you? No, man. That's how I know there's something wrong with me, dude. They, they, they He goes, uh, so, you know, we're walking up and it's a weird, it's a weird walk because you're tandem, right? So you're strapped to him. So you're kind of like shuffling along on a moving airplane trying to make it. And we're all the way at the front and we're trying right. to shuffle all the way to this back door. And so the cameraman who's with us goes, it's literally hanging out of the airplane. Remember that? The cameraman's yeah. hanging out like he's hanging out on a bus. Like, remember that people hang out on the back of the bus? This Yo, I used to have a dude. I had a dude I grew up with. I'm sorry, I'm just yelling in the mic. I had a dude I grew up with. He used to do that shit on the back of the bus the in New York. Bus, yeah. He just, and, and we, and it was funny. A, a few of us, we used to be like, how does he do that? <laughs> we didn't know man. what he used to hang on to. <laughs> people, and if you don't know what he's referring if you don't know what he's referring to, uh, it's like, think of your garbage men, how they hang out the back of the garbage truck like that on a little platform. That's how people ride public buses sometimes. Up north. <laughs> They'll literally hang on to the back of the bus like that. But that's what this dude was doing out of the airplane. I think he was holding on to like uh, the side of the door and literally hanging out of the airplane like he was in Mission Impossible. It was the craziest <laughs> shit in the world. And this dude goes, I'm going to step out. Like, bro, like, he said that shit like we were on a school bus. I'm going to step out, and when you're ready, you jump, and I'll jump with you so I can get footage of us going down together. And I'm like, all right. And this, bro, I remember the dude going, um, we're going to get to the edge. You just jump when you're ready. Dude, I didn't think about it. You know what? I got to the edge. I think, and I tell people this all the time because people ask me, like, man, like, I'm afraid of heights. I couldn't do it. You're so high up. You're, at least for me, my brain didn't register the fact that I was that high off the ground. Like in my brain, like we're jumping into clouds. Like it was like, I, it's like something didn't trigger that. Again, that's why I know there's something wrong with me. Cause I went, I literally got to the window and I think even the guy was shocked. You can tell cause it, he, he wasn't even ready for me to jump. 
Like he goes, get to the edge. And when you're, he's like, take your time. When you're ready, jump. He goes, I'll tap you on the shoulder if you're taking too long because we have like a whatever, like right. a, a timing thing type thing. But dude, I think I walked to the ledge, had trouble getting my foot over like the like the little ledge of, of it. And then I literally just got it over and just jumped. Like it was the weirdest shit. I remember looking down going, oh, that's wild. And then just jumped. Like, <laughs> and my brain never went, oh, that's high. Or like, oh, now when I started falling, I couldn't breathe because it was like the, the hitting you so fast. Oh, really? And when I couldn't breathe, I went, I'm about to suffocate to death 18,000 feet up in the air. <laughs> it's going to be a great story. <laughs> it's on video. <laughs> but, dude, like you said, it was one of the wildest, funnest things I've ever done in my life. Or the wildest thing I've ever done in my life. There's nothing that rush, that high that you get from that, like... It, it yeah, there's nothing like it, man. That was so damn fun. So my guy, when we're when we're climbing, right? When we when we're when we're still climbing up to the eighteen thousand feet, he goes to me. So what do you want to do? <laughs> and I'm thinking like, <laughs> and I'm like, we have a choice. And then he goes, no, like like do you want to do something like do something cool? And I go, yeah, yeah, let's do something dope. Like I don't I don't know. And then he goes, how about we barrel roll? And I go, yeah, that sounds fun. My guy wasn't that cool. So when we get there, so now when I approach the door, when I get to the when I get to the door, my brain goes, whoa, dude. <laughs> like, and it wasn't because of the height. It just goes, yo, you're jumping out of a plane. Like this is real. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it is literally. It was. I would say that's that's one of two, and I'll go over my second my my second like oh shit moment. Um, that was definitely one of them. And then so so I get to the front door. And and then he just goes, whenever you're ready. And so I didn't even, I didn't jump. I literally like fell out of the plane. Oh, like, like front flip I, yeah, out of like, the type like thing. Front, oh, that's so dope. Gonna, oh, that's true. I do remember seeing you. Yep. And one of my videos, I remember being mad as fuck because you can see the guy and me, right? And then you're like in the background and I can see you front flip out of the thing. And I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> like, I jumped. I, they didn't tell me I could no, do that. I basically belly, belly flopped out of this thing. And this dude does a front flip. I was mad as hell. <laughs> That's why you couldn't breathe. <laughs> That's probably it, dude. Because it's like the minute you hit, it's like the wind is pushing so fast against your chest. I couldn't catch my breath, dude. I was like, and I'm trying to breathe out. And I'm like, oh, shit, I can't breathe. And I remember going like, yo, did I do something wrong? Like, did I not listen? You know, because they're giving you instructions the whole way up. Like, right. this. And I'm like, fuck, did he tell me something? Like, take a breath here and then wait and then exhale. Or like, you know, like, like all this shit's going through my mind, bro. And then I'm like, of all the ways to die skydiving, I'm going to suffocate. Yo, could you imagine like me landing and looking looking at you and you just laid out on the floor, no, passed bro. out? Can you imagine going home and telling, yo, Juan didn't make it. That the chute didn't open? Nah, it opened. <laughs> he, he, he died. To take a breath. He died midair. He died. <laughs> bro, I would have preferred the splat. <laughs> yo, you know what's crazy now that you say, like me and Sean were eerily calm. Through. And I think we've been around each other long enough where we'll sense like nerves. Yeah. Like we were eerily calm, like you said, through the whole thing. We were like joking, we we're doing stuff. And then like you said, no nervousness, we're getting on. Um, and I remember like obviously leading up to it, like the day or two leading up to it, or maybe even the week, like you, like in your mind, you're going, yo, I could die, like potentially, right? right. Like I could die, right? And I remember like falling, you know, doing the shit. I was finally, maybe that whole not breathing thing maybe lasted three seconds. I was able to catch my breath and like just loved the, I was like, this is insane. Like it was crazy. Dude, when he pulls the shoe, I remember feeling the tug and I look up and I see the shoe opening and I went, oh shit, yeah, that's dope. 
forgot about that. <laughs> but for those of you who 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 want to do it, so it doesn't. If if anyone has ever done any kind of like jumping off a a, a cliff like into water, um, you know when 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 you get that sort of that 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 rush of of air and 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 you're like picking up speed to hit the water. It is not like that. When you're falling from 18,000 feet and, and maybe even lower, right? It's, it's, it's a feeling of, of flying. Yeah. It, it really, it feels like you're flying. It does not feel like you're falling. So you do not get that sensation of, of like, oh shit, the gr- that ground is coming up really fast, which is actually brings me to the other sort of scary point for me was when, so we, we, we fell for what, like 60 seconds or so? Maybe it was two minutes. Yeah, I think it was almost two minutes or something. Yeah, a minute right? and a half or something. Something yeah, yeah. like that. And then so then they, they, they pull the chute, and then you have this sort of slow descent to earth, or so it seems slow. When you're about 200 feet off the ground, that's when you realize, oh, crap, like that floor is coming really fast. And then, again, I'm no expert. They have brakes. Like at the very at the very end, this guy like pulls the brakes and it is the smoothest landing. And then we all jump out of the plane at different points. We all landed within like a I would say a 25 yard. Oh, yeah. Like back landing back zone. To, yeah. Back to back. Everybody. To. In fact, I think we have pictures of us of like with the shoot still attached to us while we're like like we landed yeah. so close together. The guy got videos and pictures of us. And we literally still have like our shoot stuff still attached to us. Um, or no, no, no. The they, guy they, takes out the harness. They, they take, take it, it all, but they still have it on. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's literally like the timing on it. Like, and I remember thinking that going, and I'm looking at the guy going, bro, I like my life. Like, and, he's, and it's coming in fast. And like you said, then he pulls and it just slows down and he just walks it. He goes, lift up your feet. And he just walks it. Da, da, da. And you're just like, are you kidding me, man? Like, though, yo, shout out to the, I think it was Space Coast. Uh, I'm going to get it wrong, man. It's something Space Coast. It's a place out there, man. We have to, but it's, those it's guys in, were good, it's man. It's in Titusville, uh, Titusville, Florida. It is the only, um, it is the only one there. It is the highest that you can jump in the world. In tandem. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's, dude. And <laughs> it's crazy because, like, these dudes are, like, in Jinko jeans and, like, a t shirt. <laughs> Like, you want to talk about a day at the office. These guys literally show up. They got jeans on and, like, Jordans. And he's like, you're up next, man. I'm like, yo, no uniform. No, there isn't a special, like, flight suit. Nothing. He's just in jeans and a tee and just strapped me on. Had a GoPro and just went at it. It was so wild, man. <laughs> Dude, I just remember when I, when I landed. And so he still has the camera running. And he pointed to me and he's like, so, man, like, what do you think? I was so lost for words and I, I did muster up something to say of just like, oh, like if any of you guys thinking about doing this and you scared, don't be scared. Get your ass out of here. You got to do this. Right. But dude, I remember at the end of the video, I'm like, ah, <laughs> just because I was so, yeah, I was so like the, the, the adrenaline rush, um, that, that feeling. And again, I can't even describe it. It is amazing. It's so. And so, if anyone out there has thought about doing this, 
Just do it. Dude, it's so awesome. And I think, you know, one one of the, so we did it out by the Space Coast of Cape Canaveral. So you can see the shuttle building, you know, you're coming around, you can see, you know, it's literally on the beach. Like we're landing a few miles away from the beach. So you, that the view you got from where we did, it's just phenomenal, man. Like you said, the experience was just, so when they pull the parachute, you get this slow descent and it's basically like watching like an overhead view. You're like a mile in the air or whatever it is when they pull the chute of, and you're just a slow descent down of looking at everything for like a, like you could see almost like towards orlando out there and that's like a 50 mile trek and you can kind of see down the highway down the, like it's just so beautiful man it's one of the coolest experiences the rush you got from that was just out of this world i'm still pissed off that i didn't get the front flip out of this thing so i'm gonna have to do it the next <laughs> we gotta time do it again yeah i'm gonna have to do it again dude you know what he told me bro he said arch your back and i was like this guy wants to film me <laughs> <laughs> and i did it i was like all right he goes Yo, see, see my my guy said he goes, we're gonna front flip when I when I tap you, then do Superman. Oh, see, so he goes, arch your back and then spread out, like put your hands spread out, like and then and then I remember at one point I arched the back and I forgot to spread out the arms and he taps me and he's like spread and I spread, but what I wanted to say was I can't breathe, bro. That's why I'm not spreading my arms, <laughs> so holding my chest. <laughs> goes out yo maybe we'll put uh uh the snips up on the on our pot on our uh instagram page i think we could put little short snippets of us jumping if you guys want to see that um but i have the video of me jumping i have it from my first person and from the dude recording me but I, you have the one of you the third person view man we could put like a short little clip there of yeah, us. No, that, that, that was so yeah, fun yeah man. that 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 would be cool i i actually still like put on a YouTube every page. now every now and then i pull it up and i watch it and it's still like it, it still makes me smile yep to to watch to watch that it, same it, dude i want to do it again it was so fun and you know it's funny man after that i got this itch and i started looking into what do you need to be able to jump on your own yeah um and it was like um it's not that bad but you definitely got to get a few tandem jumps under your boat but buying the gear was like it was so expensive dude like to really? buy your own gear and i guess you could rent it and all that and i'm like this is not something you want to buy on craigslist right like i'm looking at parachutes <laughs> And like there's like gauges and watches you can get, I guess, where the parachute, the, if you pass out, is very common, I guess. And it'll auto deploy once you've hit a certain altitude. Oh, wow. So there's all these things that I hadn't even considered. Right. Because I'm looking at this is a dude with a backpack. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's basically what it looks like. Right. Dude, it's like you can get anywhere from like three or four grand to like the hundred thousands of dollars in gear of just really? the backpack with the shoe inside. But, and I guess it's more complicated, right? So there's a shoe and it's got sensors and it's got another shoe and it's got, you know, all this other stuff. This, and obviously the safer they are, the more expensive they get. So you're like, I'm like, I'm not trying to go on the Wish app and buy a parachute. It doesn't feel safe. <laughs> so it was like, dude, I remember going like, oh man, I want to get it. I want to be able to jump on my own. I actually know a guy um, um, who does and he loves it. He goes all the time and he does like what we did, but he just pays like a fee for the flight and he just jumps on his own and he's got his own gear. There was a few guys that did it that day. Yeah. When we were on, they were on yeah. the plane with us and they actually jumped out first. Yep. The guy who recorded me, he says that's what he does and he goes, yo, I bring a GoPro now and this is basically how I, I got made a partnership deal with them where I'm going to jump anyway. I get to have some fun and I record it. And I guess he records, there's such thing as like the U.S. skydiving team or whatever. But oh, I guess yeah, he yeah. says, he goes like, yeah, I've been all over the world, Dubai, is in Japan, all that. Um, jumping, just doing the video portion. I'm like the videographer for it. I'm like, So he was a cool dude, man. He was, I mean, definitely looked like a guy who jumped out of a plane for a living, man. He was fun. Yeah, yeah he did actually. <laughs> he, he did. did. Like that. <laughs> he but let me tell you, when, when, we, when we left there, I remember, I remember being like somewhat depressed on... Then the the next work day. So I don't know if we did it on a Sunday or a Saturday, but whatever that next Monday was, I remember sitting down at my desk and going, "Can I just go jump out of a? Let me, can, let me go <laughs> yeah. do one jump 
and then I can start working. It was like you needed that like kickstart almost yeah. of the of that. Yeah, it was. I can't even explain it to you. It was people ask me, and I go, I think even if you're someone who had a fear to do it, I think once you jump, there's just something so freeing about it. And the rush of it is so crazy that you immediately forget anything and everything if you were worried. Like, dude, I didn't think about anything other than, oh, shit, I'm falling. This is crazy. Like, how the, oh, my God, look at that. Look at this. Like, and it's, I think one of the misconceptions I know that I, you know, when you watch people's video, it looks like they're floating there. And, like, you're not moving very fast. But it is pretty fast. Like, it doesn't feel like you're falling, but it feels like you're flying straight ahead super fast. Like, it's something, yeah. And so I remember going, this doesn't feel how it looks. Like, it's, I don't know. I don't even know how to explain that. But yeah, like it, it and just in it. And I remember people will watch the video of me all the time or pictures and go, dude, you look happy. Like I'm smiling and I'm laughing. And I'm like, I was ecstatic. Like it was the coolest thing I've ever done. Like, That's it's funny, just, man. Yeah. When I, I showed it to my in-laws and I remember my mother-in-law going, oh, wow, look how happy he looks. Mm-hmm. Dude, it's it's one of those things where it's like it, it was so fun, man. Yeah, I don't know how to how you recreate that other than we do it again. We taking a carbon footprint field trip. <laughs> That's it. We jump out we another thing like a group together. Yo, so- carbon footprint group. I'm gonna go lay the carbon footprint for the week. Oh, we should do that, dude. See if we can get a bunch of listeners to sign up and we all just go jump like one Saturday. Oh, that would be fire. We're throwing that out there right now. If y'all interested, drop us a comment. Tell us you're willing to jump. We'll put a field trip together when all this stuff is over. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you can't get the COVID nineteen in the in that high up. <laughs> Wait, what about at, the dude that's strapped at, to you at that altitude? At that. <laughs> the COVID nineteen can't survive at eighteen thousand feet. Yo, probably not. And if it makes you feel better, the dude who's behind you—if he spits, it's going behind him. So really, it's his life that's in danger. If you spit, it's going in his face. <laughs> so if you got any backwash, yo, will masks be required in the air? Like, I don't even know. I don't know. Did you wear the goggles? Yes. You did. Do, yeah, I think I did the goggles too. And then it yeah, fogged dude, up. Yeah, because if you, you... Mine didn't fog up. And then and then I took them off when they, when we... When the shoot opened. Yeah, the I shoot. think I did the same thing. You're right. Yeah, yeah, I think I did the same thing. I, I wore them and I think I took them off when the shoot opened up. But you figure, man, if, you know, I, I think the guy who said that you're falling at almost 100 miles an hour, it's like 90 miles an hour, yeah. something like that, that, that you're falling. But again, it doesn't feel like that. And it, and it really just feels like you're flying. It feels like you're flying across the sky, not down. Yeah. Like, it's fast. It feels fast as hell. But, like, across fast, not down fast. It's really weird. I don't even expect... I guess maybe your body loses, uh, I guess, your the concept of what's up, what's down, what's side to side. I don't know. Yeah, but because it's, it's like crazy. you're falling into an abyss. Yeah. It, they, like, the ground is not coming. And I think that's why my brain couldn't register the height. Because I think you're so high, right? Like, if you can't see the ground, your brain never registers the, oh, this is high. My, it's, it's Like you said, it's, it's, that's like the perfect example. It's, you're jumping into the abyss. It's like, there, it, it almost, like for me, it didn't even compute the danger of it all. Right. And, you know, obviously, like again, going to it that day, you're going like, there's so much that could go wrong. You know, like, <laughs> like, like and like you said, we had so many signs. You're like, we waited for like the three hours we weren't supposed to. All these people get ahead of us. We didn't listen. The ladies like, oh, no one's ever fallen. We have the best safety record and thing. We had all these crazy shit going on. We missed like the plane. And then you're like, damn, man, maybe the universe is trying to say like, don't get on that flight. <laughs> and we, were and like, we still did. We were stubborn. We like, yo, when's our turn? Look, as a matter of fact, I have a good shirt on for that today. It says, that's a horrible idea. What time? <laughs> And that is why we live a lot shorter than women, because I guarantee you there are more guys out there whose last words were, yo, check this out. <laughs> Zero women. Who that was their last word? Zero. And on that note, Woo. I think we've been going about an hour Yeah, or man. So. 
Yeah, we over and out. We out with 15, man. Oh, all right, all right, cool. Well, once again, thanks for listening, folks. We appreciate you. Once again, Juan, hit them up where they, where they can hit find Yeah, us. man, catch us on Instagram, at The Carbon Footprint, on YouTube, uh, Carbon Footprint Podcast. Um, yo, thank you guys for listening, man. I've been getting messages. I know Sean's been getting messages with, with either suggestions or like, hey, man, we heard this. This was crazy. And whether you agree or disagree or just want to tell us what's funny, yo, hit us up. Like, we don't care. Like, if, whether you think there's something we should try or whatever, like, hit us up, man. This is, this is new to us. We're having a blast, man. We're open-minded to anything you guys want to hear, talk about. Um, or, or just say what's up or whatever. Um, you know, hope, you know, who knows where this thing goes and, and what kind of format it takes on. But man, we're having a blast. I know it's certainly one of my favorite parts of the week. I look forward to doing this every week, man. Absolutely. So, so thank you guys, man. Shout out and uh, see y'all next week. Peace. Peace.